podcast listeners. If you hear my voice right now, I need you to do something for me. I want you to take out your phone or on your computer, go to Apple Podcasts, search for Ask Your Old Head Podcast. You'll see my, my logo, my little picture, my little image there. Find the show. Please rate and write a review. It's a small thing, but it helps others find this work and find what I'm doing here. And it really, really matters, uh, as small as that may seem. So if you could please do that uh, before we get into the show, I very much appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Let's get into it. Peace. Peace. You are listening to Good Brothers. Let's get into the show. Peace. Uh, here we are, Good Brothers. And um, so, Majestic, uh, you know, first of all, how you doing, guy? I'm good, man. You know what I'm saying? All, uh, as Ramel would say, all things considered. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, positive, man. Um, uh, myself, Knowledge Bell, Devon Culture. We uh we went did some uh running, you know what I'm saying, the first of our uh, you know, urban running expeditions uh all right, this all weekend. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? So got that in, you know, more to come about that. But yeah, so we did that and uh moving through the week. So I'm good, man. You know what I mean? How about how about yourself? I'm 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 fairly well, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All things considered, I'm, you know, I'm good, man. As they say, I ain't gonna let nobody steal my joy, man. That's right, that's you know right. Ain't nobody that's gonna right. steal my joy, so you better know it. We're gonna, we're gonna leave that right there. That's right. <laughs> so, so, um, we're gonna jump in. We're we gonna jump in, and, and we're gonna talk on t- on two two topics. Um, yeah. Both involving um, women. Yeah. You know, women in our society that made that you know as we could say made waves this weekend. <laughs> that's um, true. You know what I'm saying we're gonna we're gonna start on one and, and um you know it's always and that's why I want to preface this so for those that's listening it is always important I think that men are mindful when you're about to have a conversation about what women are involved in or are doing in public you know what I'm saying that we honor you know and speak to the reality you know uh, sexism and and the way those concepts and dynamics have impact may impact things that could be said or sent or or would want to be said. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to get in the right range. So we're gonna try to, you know, as as um I think in the healthiest way possible, just say, just so so uh WAP is the name of the song. And yeah. and I and I and so I wanna give people some structure. Because okay. I want people to understand. Cause see, like what happens with, with things in popular culture, when people are highly invested in popular culture, they assume everybody else is highly invested in popular culture. Right. All right. At least in the part of popular culture that they think is popular, right? Mm. Um, and, right. that's something there because we assume that popular culture obviously to some degree is a culture that's in it that is digested or consumed by the masses but to your point there's a there's a lot of popular culture just depending on what part of elements of culture you're dealing with so no thank you for making that distinction because i think in the right. area of social media in your algorithm yeah. you assume that what's ever bumping in your algorithm is what other people should be paying attention to Right, so you so, you know that then it be told. So so WAP is a song featuring uh, Cardi B. It's a Cardi B song featuring Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, um, you know it's provocative. You know yeah. what I'm saying, to say the least. Um, the as I like going. to say, get the people going. <laughs> get the people going. Um, as you as I 
as I should, as I like to think with all art, art should be challenging, right? Now, how the art challenges you may not be how you would like to be challenged, um, but it, you know. So on that note, I mean, the song. I mean, this is a the the song is in reference to um, to the operation of of the of the of the, of the sexual organs, the organs involved with you know sexual reproduction and, and pleasure and and what have you. Um, it's wet ass pussy. I'm just gonna say it. Uh, okay, well there you go. All right. Didn't say it one time. We gotta keep saying it. We gotta keep saying it. It's already done. It's already done. It's, it's out there now. <laughs> and and it's the wet and gushy on the on the edit version. You yes, know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And and so, you know, as 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 is is want to happen, especially when black women are being, you know, overtly sexual in the public space, you know, there's a lot of strong opinions. You know what I'm right. saying? There's a lot of people with feelings and thoughts and whatnot. And so um, so I had some thoughts and I wanted to dabble just like I wanted to make some space to, to maybe have us talk about that or convey. So so would you like to hear my thoughts first? Or would you like to share a thought? Um, go. I think you're going to be much more um, well-spoken and articulate no. No. Um, well, thank you. around it than I am. So. All right. Well, well, what all I'm gonna say about about the song thing is, first of all, I wouldn't even known about it, and I probably would have took longer to watch it if the rest of y'all hadn't made such a damn stink about it, right? As if some revelation about, um, you know, woman, fem- the the expression of 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 a particular perspective of sexuality from to uh, black women in the public space. Um, but you know. I mean, I watched the video. Like, it's 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 provides there's some there's some curvy, curvilaceous things happening. There's boobies and and and, and butt cheeks and, and sculptures with things in them. There's water bubbling out, and and Kylie Jenner makes an appearance for whatever reason. But ultimately, I I, I mean, I'm gonna just say, man, like, yo, we've seen it's it's 2020. Like, the boat, the the, the ship has left the port, so to speak, on whatever way people thought people is gonna be. That I don't know why people. Or I don't really know what people are surprised about. I don't really get it. I, I don't. If if the implications or the concepts that like oh well, this, you know, if you're on the, if you're on the the moralistic side of like there's some kind of moral rep, recompense side. I'm like, I mean, really though. I mean, we we are, I live in Oregon, right? It's one of the per capita the most uh, strip clubs in in America or something like that. It don't mean that everybody spend all their time in the strip club. It actually doesn't my damn business what they do in there. What's the right. name of the what's the joint, man? I never forget. The, the Diablo? Club the Diablo. Vegan? All I'm gonna yeah, say the vegan is vegan joint. Yeah, shout out to Club Diablo. You know what I'm saying? I'm, get, not, get, a, get I'm not approved. And they the chimichangas are amazing. Yeah. Um, so so and you can play chess I, too, right? Yeah, you play chess. Absolutely. I had a great I had a great <laughs> match there once. You know what I'm saying? The the I, I just, you know. It's like, ultimately, Cardi B ain't never lied about what she was, what she's here for. And honestly, there's a lot of things I like about Cardi B. Because Cardi B, you know, I don't think that she's, she doesn't act like she's not doing what she's doing. Which I think is usually, right. to me, the biggest challenge is when people are like, no, I just like, you know, I just like short shorts. Like, no, I like short shorts because I want people to look at my ass. And mm-hmm. I also have a, a dynamic of my life that I was able to maneuver through by using what I had access to. You know what I'm saying? And, and then, I, you know, because as far as I know, at least of the love, she, she was on the love and hip hop, right? First, and then how she kind of found her I, I way. I think so, yeah, yeah. Then she like I, find again, her I, way. Pop culture, I don't know. That, like, I don't know. Out I of mean, that morass. That's, all that's I knew like, was 
Cardi, you know, bloody moves. These is the bloody shoes. Bloody right? shoes. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, that okay. part. And you know, I just I don't I guess maybe I've maybe I've been on earth too long, but my experience has been the hubbub and rub uproar about anything that comes out into the popular space this way, particularly as it relates to sexual stuff, you know, sexual realities and sexual concepts. It's not really much evidence that people being all pissed off about it actually changes anything in any way. It just means that people have made it known on the public record that they don't like whatever that person's doing over there. You know, you know, we, we, we lived through Luke, you know what I'm saying? We lived through, uh, you know, I'm from New Jersey, you know, uh, house music, Baltimore house music, Chicago, Detroit. There's a lot of nasty music out there if you want to go find it. Where somebody's talking about, you know, uh, pussy popping and beat and, and, and this, that, and, and this thing's happening. And all the songs I got to listen to where, you know, some of the brothers, you know, some of our male counterparts want to tell me about the size of their penis. I mean, at some point I'm like, hey man, fuck it. Everybody share, share what you feel you need us to know and what makes you feel good. Because I wasn't paying for it anyway. So I, I just, I just, I don't know, man. I, I, I want, I would, there was maybe a time in my life where I could have been in the like, and the sisters, man, we got to deal with the, you know, cause I, you know, I, I operate within a cold, I, a cold, as I talked to my daughter about the other day and we talk about modesty right now with that though, I understand like we still all got to work out who we are and how we want to show up in the world. And if you didn't agree with me that you wasn't going to be, you know, dropping it and making it hot in the video. Who am I to be mad at you that you want to share that with the world? Right, right. That's hey, look, I, you know it's cool. I mean, Megan Thee Stallion name the the, the Stallion part is, is strictly hmm. about how she physically shows up in the world. Like, I don't think it's about her her uh, horse riding skills. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even right? though, yeah, I mean, you know, Stallion, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, yeah. you know, Stallion is a male horse. Like, we can get in. It's a <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're you right, know, you're but right. The, but the vernacular, the colloquial usage of the concept yes, is right, like yeah. a woman with a certain, yeah. you know, yes, spotty yeah. dynamic happening yeah, there, right? Yes, sir, yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, I, 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 especially as it pertains to men, right? Because um, I'm not here to, I'm not here to make decisions about other people. But man, if you are upset, and you, and then on the other hand, if you, if you, if you're not, a, you know, because I guess I'm probably leaning towards the people who are like have a big, big problem with it. Right. And then those, like, if you got a big, big problem with it, there's a pretty good chance that there's something else that's much more impactful for you to be worried about than about whether or not, Cardi, like, that if you think like Cardi B is like recruiting, like. As if Cardi B and Megan Stein making a song about the quality of what's happening in their pants is, or or whatever type of lower body coverings they got on, um, is more powerful than the actual day to day incentivization of you know, you know, and also the violence and force involved sometimes with women being involved in you know things that may dabble in the world of sex trades and and whatnot. Like mm-hmm. these, this is not a direct linkage here. Of like how one gets to the other, so let's like can we can we just be honest like and just let it, like if you like the song and it makes you dance, then you go ahead and enjoy it, and if you don't like the song, you know you just you know if it come up in your auto John, you just skip that one, you know what I'm saying, or if you're listening to the top forty, you just go let me let me let me skip let me skip that one, you know what I'm saying, and i got I didn't go confirm it, I got one other f- thought that I just thought was hilarious, but I wanna give you a chance to to, to, to add on before I, because I've been talking. Well, this won't be long. 
so thank you just for saying and talking about pop culture. Like I heard it on the radio and I was like, whoa, okay. And I put Frankie Beverly back on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever. Right. Yeah. Cool. But what but the Frankie Beverly song I put on was After the Morning After, after the night before, which it has its own complications. Right. Yeah, so absolutely. So when all the fun's over. When all the fun you, is over. Well, you not want me anymore. Right. You know what so, I'm like, and only Frankie Beverly could make a situation that it seemed seemingly he was in control of, acting like he wasn't in control of it. But that's a different right. That's, that's a real uh, <laughs> passive aggressive ass shit he just did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, leaving that alone. So, so I there's two there's two vantage points I have of it. Number one, historically, and I think this is always important because I find that we have conversations because we're repeating history and not renewing it or we're repeating mm-hmm. history and we're not students of history. So for all those thinking that these kind of songs make women do stuff, I would say see exhibit A and B of Lucille Bogan and Bessie Smith. Mm. Lucille Bogan um, and, and now Zavon put me onto this song. This got to be one of the nastiest songs I've ever heard. It's called Shave Them Dry. And the song was created in, like, I think, 1935. So for anyone that wants to go and listen to Shave Them Dry. I'll find the link. Please find the link and share this link. And another song that Lucille Bogan has, an infamous song, is To the Cows Come Home. Now, obviously, when you look at the history of the blues and you look at the history of the relationship between the sacrilegious and the divine, as people would frame it in gospel and blues and the relationship, right? You just got a lot of different kind of music. And so my, my point is, historically, Bessie Smith, Lucille Bogan was doing these kind of songs talking about what I wanted. What I needed, I, you know, Bessie, Bessie Smith, the infamous song, I need a little sugar in my bowl. Mm-hmm. Right? So this stuff didn't just start, man. And I don't, you know, so let's not have the historical conversation. Like, that. so while everyone is thinking about their grandparents and great-grandparents and women that they honor and stand up, stand tall men and you know, women of antiquity, you know what I mean? <laughs> they was listening to this stuff. And just like now, you got people who do some stuff and people who do other stuff. Right? We don't have the same conversation, although when we look at what just happened in Chicago, maybe we should, about the wild music that we have been listening to around proximity violence and, 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 and intercommunity violence for a good 30 years now. Like constantly, right? Mm-hmm. For 30 years, we've been listening to songs about people killing each other. Selling drugs, having little to no regard for men, women, children, anybody, right? But this song come out and, and then now everybody's an armchair professor about what kind of woman they like. 
Listen, man, that ain't that ain't my listen, man. It's a lot of stuff going on out here. Homicide is going up. Trump put signed an executive order he can't enforce. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? People will yeah. be losing checks. So if the yeah. violence is already in every in most cities in America, if it's already lit, what you think is about to happen when mugs start not getting a check? So the fact that we want to have a conversation about a video that you watched over and over again. <laughs> right. You watched to make sure you understood what was going on. Yeah. So then you, you want to have all the evidence. Right. So you're right. You want to have all the evidence. You want to evaluate everything. So you can how about many it. angles you had to watch it at. You needed to make sure you knew exactly what was going on. So it's in a, your video. It's a historical and it's in this again, you know, this goes into my second point. I don't care. <laughs> It's a historical, but I don't care if you don't like it. Don't watch it. Yeah. Right. Like it doesn't. It just move on, man. This idea that we're going to have this broader conversation about this one song when there are a thousand songs like this that you just don't know because you're not listening to youth culture. Youth culture got thousands of songs like this. Is everyone wants to be uh, the old man who wants to think about this stuff, and it's usually men. It's not that many women, right? Yeah. The song is based off a, a Baltimore house music classic. It's some hoes in this house. In this house. And anybody who is forty five or down <laughs> between you know the original, you know the original, and you know what happened when the song came on. So what what we have to be really careful about doing, and as like I said, point two. Point one is a historical Lucille Bogan, Bessie Smith, check it out. Part two is so what? It's so much music out. If you don't like it, you don't like it. I only saw the video literally, I did not watch the video on purpose and only in the context of having this conversation. Because if that was the case, you just you could watch a thousand videos on on the internet about people like streaming. Yeah, <laughs> There's yeah. nothing expressly different about it than your garden variety strip club, <laughs> right? Yeah. So the fact that especially a whole bunch of out of shape Larry Holmes looking flabby as sick men want to have a debate, man. It's not worth a debate. What you should be debating is sex trafficking, which is done by guys who don't, who don't produce that kind of music. And if you think that young ladies are going to be moved to that behavior expressly because of a song, then what you're doing is not understanding the culture of environments that many young women find themselves in, to your point, due to sexism, perspectives of patriarchy, gender violence like that's what you need to be worried about champ yeah Yeah, that is outward man that is outward bullshit manifestations of people getting paid call it what it is you see what i'm saying the only difference is lucille bogan and bessie Smith did it in a juke joint and cardi b and megan Thee stallion did it in the video that came on youtube and got millions of of views you see what i'm saying like don't confuse one with two you like it Watch it and act like you ain't watching it. I don't care. 
<laughs> you know, people, man, I don't know, man. Whatever they trying to put out there. Meanwhile, <laughs> Rhapsody do videos with a whole bunch of sisters. With, with right, my, y'all my, ain't tell nobody about them yet. Y'all ain't told nobody about it. Kept playing, showing that every every week and a half. Just want to remind y'all, Rhapsody had a video showing modern sisters all over the hood. But you want to, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, cut me a break. And you don't really like modesty. You just want something to complain about. That's the other part of it, which which I ain't going to go, we ain't going to go there. But like, you don't really, you, you know what I'm saying? What you're talking about, you like, you don't really like anyway. Right. You're lying. You're lying. Uh, you know it's the one thing that is, or at least, what, and, and, I, and, I, and I, like I said, I, that, I, that I like, one thing I like about Cardi B. Is that I? I think uh, when I've heard her speak on stuff, I feel like she's telling the truth of how she sees the world. Whether you agree with those perspectives or not, I don't get to sit like she knows. Yeah, like man, Cardi I'm here, B. I'm out here with this, and I, I respect that. Cardi B is who she is, man. Like. Don't act like Cardi B ain't who she is. And if you know anything about the East Coast, just like, you know, black, black culture, but I'm using this in particular. Yo, you know where she's from, what her background is, and how she carrying it, man. And don't act like that ain't what it is. Yeah. And she carries, she from Highbridge, man. Like, this, I, I just don't know what people was acting like you don't expect. Yeah, she going to have long nails. And yeah, she going to talk about politics. She going to talk about killing the people that killed Breonna Taylor. So her thing is like, you talking about me with these clothes on, but what you should be talking about is the people is arresting the cops of Breonna Taylor. Nobody's perfect. Everybody got their own challenges. But the point is, focus on stuff that matters. Yeah. You don't like this? Speak out about sex trafficking. And you and you hear very few men. I'm saying just generally speaking. Yeah. Speak out about sex trafficking. No. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes it would make you dig like, okay, well, what part did you play in seeing something that you saw or did? Mm-hmm. Right? So it's a historical. Shout out Lucille Bogan and Bessie Smith, amongst other blues singers and women that went blues who never you know, got the props inside the, the, the juke joints, but never got the broader props they deserve, frankly. Mm-hmm. And I don't care. You said it a lot more creative than me, but I don't. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I so, can so what? We all going to make it, man. We, let's, let's, let's move on. Let's, let's move on. And there we go. See, just, man, that was about, that was a hell of a, that was a Rod Strickland bounce pass. Go ahead, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> hands out, hands out. Hands out. There we go. So, in a pivot <laughs> today, all right. It was today because mm-hmm. I was driving. I think when somebody texted and was like four o'clock, gave it oh, yeah, one, right, your, right. like one o'clock your time. Yeah, 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 one o'clock my time, four o'clock your time. So Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm. I'm, yeah. I'm I think <laughs> I'm in the Delaware Valley. I'm, I'm, she's from. She's from Berkeley. You definitely did a black thing. I'm. I'm. I'm keep messing up that girl's name. It's like your grandma keep messing up your neighbor's name and shit. Hi, what's the baby name? What's her name? She lived down there. Kendra? 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 Get the girl down the street. She never used Bessie's daughter. Bessie's granddaughter. Her tongue never was used in that manner. She can't even comprehend how she's using the tongue to pronounce that name. They didn't so I'm gonna say, that name. They didn't uh, have that name when she was around. So now when you try to pronounce that name, she's like, what? Well, you know the girl. The girl, she went to, the girl. She's the senator. The senator. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know 
you know what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, her. And then, and then, you know, it's like, but um, she is, uh, has been announced as the official running mate and the vice president candidate. That's the ticket. Is Biden Harris. That's right. Could have seen uh, this coming. Uh, yeah. I mean, what, what are you, what are your, what's your, I mean, do you have a, a you know, official first thought? Uh, well, kind? my official first thought as a, as a part of the, the Peduto administration is that we support anyone <laughs> that can take out the particular person that is inhabiting the White House right now. And we are down with anyone that's ready to take that person out. So that's my official perspective. Um, so I want to say something. And first thing I want to say about this is different vantage point. What I learned today is the power of Representative Clyburn, James Clyburn. Mm. So just for context for folks, when, you know, as everybody remembers, there was a point where Bernie Sanders was up, Michael Bloomberg came in and spent a billion dollars to lose, a billion dollars in a month. And we all were thinking that Joe Biden was done. Um. Like a lot of things in my life, I sat with my father at the beginning of March, and he asked me who, what I thought about, you know, the election, and then proceeded to tell me everything I thought was wrong. And he was right. <laughs> everything he told me that, that day, I was wrong about, and I was absolutely wrong. And some of the things he told me that I was wrong about are horrible that I was wrong about it because it speaks to where America is. So some of them I'm not even going to share because it actually speaks to the fears of America, why some of them couldn't win. Mm. Um, but he was clear with me that the only person that could be the Democratic nominee was Joe Biden. And so Joe Biden goes into South Carolina. Joe Biden goes to Representative Clyburn, who's the third ranking member in the House of Representatives. after. Uh, Nancy Pelosi and uh, Steny Hoyer. Uh, Nancy Pelosi in California, Steny Hoyer is from Maryland, for those who might want to check it out. And Representative Clyburn is from South Carolina. And he goes and he says, basically, Jim, I need you, right? Clyburn says, cool, I got you back. But what I'm going to need from you to do in order for me to do what I'm about to do is pick a black woman as your running mate. Mm. And then... Joe Biden said, cool. If you can do what I need for you to do so that I can actually win this, I will pick a black woman as my running mate, right? Clyburn proceeded to go outside and said, hey, everybody, (laughs) I like Biden. I don't like them other people. (laughs) And because James Clyburn is that that important and that powerful, South Carolina became a tsunami for Biden and destroyed the idea of Bernie Sanders or Michael Bloomberg or anybody else being a Democratic nominee for president of the United States. Yeah. That's the power of James Clyburn, number one. Probably history will go down and say he was probably, I don't want to say this appropriately because I know the folks got these new terms. He was the most powerful, he is the most powerful person who is the descendant 
of what we call black people in America. Mm. I just want to say that. We'll call it, we'll call it that. Oh. You know what I mean? Going there. Yeah. Going. Yeah. You know, I want because because I don't because one, I assert global blackness. So I don't I don't want to get into the mother conversations, right? Yeah. Yeah. However, I do also understand the particulars and the history of South Carolina and Robert Smalls in particular when you come out of uh reconstru- when you come out of slavery and the reconstruction. So for anybody who wants to like Robert Smalls and 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 Clyburn actually interestingly enough has pictures of all the Congress people and senators from South Carolina on his wall in his office from Reconstruction interestingly enough so anyway so I saw the power of Clyburn because and and actually I see that to some degree Biden is a man of his word because he made a deal. Right, he made a deal. He laid it out. He said, "This is what, this is this is the, this is this is the this is what I need to see to support you." And then it's like, then it's, then you got to deliver on what you said. I mean, which is which you know people may feel one way or another about, but that's 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 the reality of politics, and politics is the reality and the activation of people making decisions that have a you know a, a governmental or whatever impact, you know that that impact the operation of their society. You know whether you think it should be some other way, right? Like it shouldn't be so transactional. Possibly, it should be more rational based on what's the best idea. Possibly, um, these are all good ideas. Um, also, there is a thing of, uh, and I think maybe referencing back to um, the, the, the struggle Coachella conversation um, and, and mm-hmm. Ross, and about like you, you got an organization. You know what I'm saying? You got a unit that's been built by years of investment. And organizing and and delivery and sometimes failures and sometimes successes and fighting together and commitment and loyalty, then you have certain things that you can bring to the table. Um, you know, we can get into the like I said, the larger existential debate of that if that's how society should run or not run, right? But the reality is, if you are trying to make a substantial change in your environment, you you need and you need some beyond just you. Right. And if you say, well, we just need money. Yeah. But then you're going to do what you're going to do with the money. You're going to pay. You're going to give people money as a trade <laughs> to do something. Right. Which I don't think that's definitely in, in no more honorable. But if you have people who have done legwork, um, you know, the importance of and I think it's something to remind people the importance of like strong black voting blocks and where they exist. Yeah. Right. And how that impacts, you know, larger things and why some people spend a lot of time trying to not get you to vote. Mm. See, right? See, there you go. There you go. You let right. it. You see what I did there? You see yeah, what I, I did see, there? I, I see you did it there. That was that was. Ooh, that, that was, was it. Yeah. Try to, to slide that one in there, and you then dug, you dug the move there. Ooh. Okay. You know what I mean, and then and then that aligns with you know, you know the reality, and it's something that that you know. I mean, it, it, I mean, sort of tying back actually to what I you know shared last week, and and some of the ongoing. So there was a there's some when someone is a leader on an issue in the public space, whether as a member of government, as a community member, as a program at programmatic, you know, maybe a nonprofit manager or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever your place, when you are, are a person that is going out and being the public voice of something, you're always going to face criticism. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you know, I'm not one that's against criticism and you might actually face harsh criticism, right? People mm-hmm. might not like what you had to say. And if you, especially if you're a politician, people definitely are not going to like certain shit in your track record and they may never forgive you for some shit that's in your track record. That's right. Um, but it's also something to be said to having a track record. Mm. Right? Because 
and I, and I've been I've been a, a, a what do you call it a perpetrator of this crime. Um, you don't like someone's what they've done in their role in in in, in government. So you you I'll never ever vote for them or I hate you know wah 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 wah. Also, I ain't never been had to make none of them decisions, right? Now you might you know go to like well I'm I'm dealing with more revolutionary radical politics and I expect it, so I would never I would never be in that position, right? And you'll never be in that position, mm. right? So, you'll never be in that position, right? You know what I mean? You if you, I mean, you just said it. Like you, you don't want to be in a spot where you got to go. Damn, I'm over. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm walking down a path so that I can be the person. You know, it, it ain't no small feat to be the senator of a state, let alone one of the largest states in the country, with what well, you know, an economy it's in its of itself that's larger than most of the economies. It would be, it would be, be bigger than Iraq. It would be the eighth biggest economy in the world if you if you separated uh, California out from America. And, and 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 let me let me make it clear because I know because I know what's coming right right it's gonna be I mean the same the crowd that that wasn't rocking with her uh, when she was running herself you know for office for the office you know her record in, with law enforcement with uh, criminal justice but bear witness right I yes yes she was a DA of a state that locked a lot of people up number not DA was it attorney general mm-hmm. right attorney general, state attorney general. Yeah. AG, bear witness, one hundred percent. You know, this life is a mess. People are skilled at certain things, and people are in certain positions. Um, we, you know, everyone, people got to parse their own values on that. If abandoning her, and this, is, and, I, and I really want to be targeted because because the, the play, the play, and I'm, I'm hoping that. You know, black men that may be listening to this are will will trust us to give space and to think about it. The play is going to be to to keep edging off black men from the vote voting block here and from voting for this ticket. And the play is going to be they is an old white man, and of course he picked the light skinned wh- black woman who 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 may be spotty in in her commitment to black men. Right? They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna dry that wedge. They're gonna drive that idea, and I just need brothers to be smarter, and and not hit me with the well. The Democrats ain't never did nothing with the like all of the the flim flammy. I ain't really thought about no political concepts beyond how I feel at the moment. Arguments that I'ma hear and I'ma see floating on the social media, and it's all rigged, and they they found this other like. I need y'all. We live on the real planet Earth, and it's real decisions being made. Ain't this ain't no theoretical concept. So I just I'm looking at it. One, it's dope. I want to you know whatever whatever I feel. I don't know her, you know deeply. I don't know California politics deeply in the context where that like I could have a a, a position on her from from like personal experience. My family familial connection to politics is New Jersey, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying and and then my my brothers across the Delaware. Um, you know, you know, what up, Twink, and and and, 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 that, and that whole crew. Like, it's a, it's it's a monumental thing. Um, but I think it can never be. I think it should always be highlighted when someone is in that position. 
there was an investment in the opportunity that they've had to make for a long time to be there. You know what I mean? And so whether you think, you know, they're good or they're not good, whether you think uh, they they got the right uh, platform, you know, those things can all be developed. But like, you know, sometimes you guys got to give people props. Like it, it ain't no small feat to be a senator. It ain't no small feat to be the attorney general of, of one of the largest states in the country. And it ain't no small feat to run for president, you know, just find that you know, be a bid was not going to be successful, pivot and still be ready to be on the ticket. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, when, when we come to this, which is really, I mean, of all the, you would think that electing the first black president would be the most maybe uh, important election in the history of my life. And I'm not so sure at the moment. Mm. That's like keeping it real from where I'm at. So yeah. No, I, you I, had, well, I mean, you know, you um, you let that thing go, right? You know, we use old black terminology, Woo! you know, start using all kind of sounds and shit that people be like, okay, I see that was serious because he he made a sound. Um, I mean, no, you, you're you're a thousand percent right. You're a thousand percent right. Number one, from a strategic perspective. The vote is part of a strategy. It's not all of the strategy. But if you discount the vote as a strategy, it's the same thing as discounting activism as a strategy. Right. It's the same thing as discounting money as a strategy. When you are putting together a strategy, there is nothing to me outside of widespread carnage that is off the table. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's certain things that are off the table as a explicit strategy to harm people, right? I, I think that should be off the table in a, in a civilized society. Mm-hmm. Or repeated certain activities. Because what happens is, when you do repeated what seems like uh, antisocial activities, what happens is, you actually start to foster uh, folks against you. Right? So when you start doing things against the government, you really got to be clear about how you've organized prior, right? which is one of the things if you look at across the world, people all, they organize before they do anything kind of quote unquote, what people consider crazy. Right. Mm -hmm. So you don't put any, you don't pull anything off the table. So why would you pull the vote off the table? Why would you pull the one thing that literally if more people voted for me than you, I win. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, so this idea, right. and, And again, to your point, it's been over time people have fostered this idea to make you so disconnected from a central part. If it, and this is true, and I don't like to use elementary logic a lot of times, but if it wasn't powerful, why did they keep you from it for so long? And why are they constantly trying to keep you from it now? (laughs) If it wasn't, they spend a lot of time and money to keep you from doing it. Why do they spend so much time and money to keep you from doing it? Because they know what it means. Because they know that voting and elections have consequences. And if I win, I can do what I want. And now we see what happened when someone who should never have been able to do what they wanted did what they wanted for four years. There are hundreds of thousands of people who may have died because who who may have died, who should not have died, or may not have died because of who's in the White House right now. Like, I mean, it's actually that serious. Yeah. And that's, this is not coming from no, like, 
Ooh, scary. But this is the reality. Like there are people who died who didn't have to die because it didn't have to get this bad. Yeah. Right? Like there's economies that have been destroyed. Right? There are people out of work because we didn't treat this with the seriousness that we should have because a federal government is supposed to be able to have stuff in play for these things to occur. That's why you pay taxes. You pay taxes so if something crazy like this happens, somebody can come and do something. Right. There's resources. There's people who've already spent time thinking about it, so they don't got to start thinking about it. When and you don't have to think about it so much. Right. So that is one part of it. The second part of it is your other part of the conversation of, again, some part of this kind of down low, like, oh, man, she just did because of this. Now, Willie Brown is one of my political <laughs> idols. But she's not dead because of Willie Brown. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was 25 years ago. Right. <laughs> she's not dead because of him. I mean, she was put in position, but that's strategy. He was put in position by somebody. He was put in position by the Burton family. The Burton family put in position by other people. I mean, everybody put in position by somebody. Literally, in that in that particular game, everybody's put in a place by somebody. So, yeah. well, we, and we talked about that. And uh, we were talking about Andre Harrell and, right. and, and sponsorship and, mentor, and, 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 and mentorship mentor. and sponsorship. Yeah. Right. So yeah. we can't do that. That that woman, that sister qualified herself to be what she is and do what she's doing. And at the end of the day, even though Slim fired off on Biden, he had to think about it and say, this is my best chance to win. This is the country's best chance to win. Right? My father told me in the beginning of March that Biden was (laughs) the best chance to win, and I doubted him, and me and him rumbled about it, and he laughed at me and Azania, and he was right. (laughs) <laughs> and then Biden took a look at the landscape and his him and his people and said, this is the best chance for us to actually win. Mm. And you got to respect what that means. And you got to respect what that means from a from a, a sense of global blackness. You got to respect what that means from uh, from traditional African-American, traditional black institutions. Mm. Whether you say that's Howard, whether you say that's the repertory theaters in Berkeley and stuff in Oakland, right? These are black institutions that uh, uh, Senator Harris and her sister came through, right? Mm -hmm. And for her to become, for her to go to Howard, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to think about it. It's something that the vice president spent time on Georgia Avenue. Like the prospective vice president, the nominee <laughs> vice president spent time on Georgia Avenue. Had, right. she, had, she had she had wings with mambo sauce. Right, she had the mambo sauce on her joint. You know what I'm saying? Like you you have to have that 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 vantage point, and then become part of the you know the the uh you know the Black Greek organizations. You see what I'm saying? Like that is a black institution. Whatever your take on it, it's a black institution. You know what I mean? And so this person came through all those kind of things and all those kind of institutions. So sometimes we got to put some of our stuff to the side. And, and again, and to your point, just not be, not be critical, not be thoughtful, but put it in a broader context for what should we, what, 
what we should be looking for. So I'm thinking about Clyburn, I think about her own talent, right? Her own skill. This is not somewhere you get. You don't get to be, you know, the city attorney for San Francisco, the attorney general, a senator. That's just, I mean, you can only fake it, but for so long, especially with black folks, right? <laughs> you can only yeah. fake it for so long. Like, <laughs> something is going to give if it ain't real, right? And so, you know, um, my thing is, again, regard, like, you know, we can, we can have these conversations around how we feel about stuff, but put it in the context of the broader landscape that is occurring. Like, people are dying right now. People are not going to get their checks soon, right? Schools, kids are going to fall behind. Even Children are going to fall behind even more. Because I respect, you know what I mean? I respect how everyone sees school, going to school, different variations. But one thing is not a lie. If young people were already in dangerous situations, for some of them, school was actually a refuge. Mm-hmm. And I can understand if someone decides school was their refuge, but I don't want to. I don't want to get sick, and I and that's okay. But I don't think we can forget that, especially sometimes we make things about children. Because remember, sometimes we'd be like, "Oh, it's about the children." Yeah, well, now we just know they just lost three months, right? We know they lost three months of education. We know that they largely lost three months of social. Equality. Sometimes they lost three months of health and wellness. And now, except for New York, which, you know, they, I, you know, I got to see what's going on there because they didn't figure out how to have school when nobody else has. Yeah, um, I, I, I haven't even looked, I haven't seen what New York is doing. I mean, they're down to like 1%. They had like 50 cases last week, which is like, y'all had 50 cases like in the whole city. There's 13 million people. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right, what y'all doing? Yeah, like, what do we need to learn? And like, y'all doing that everybody else ain't doing. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so, but you know, just, just, just all those things, man. So, you know, I think, um, again, it kind of goes back to that, that same idea that you, that you were really talking about. Like, just be aware of what's really, what's really behind the curtain. And there will be a whole host of things that will be said to discredit the idea specifically of black men voting for her, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah, they're going, they're coming. Oh, I'm, man. They're coming. Like, our brothers, I'm, I mean, I'm going to just say it. A lot of us as black men going to need to, like, be a little bit more forceful when people come with the bullshit-ass arguments. They're going to, you know, if, if you're in a barbershop, <laughs> you're going to hear them. If you, if you on Facebooks, you know what I'm saying? Wherever your uh your your age group of black men hangs out, it's gonna be, yeah, man, it's a setup with the blah blah blah. She, you know, everything that you could every projection that do dudes that you know dealing with them, he man, woman hater issues, you know what I'm saying? Especially as it pertains to black women, they're gonna throw that right on her. And they're gonna dog whistle, cow whistle, elephant whistle, bird, every kind of whistle that's out there, they're gonna it's gonna be, it's coming. It's coming and it's coming in all directions. And and you know, we really we just gotta we gotta be smart, man. Like folks need to be grounded in what do you want? 
don't get caught up in COVID. Oh, this might be a good chance because it might make the people do this other thing. It's like thousands of years of human history says, get the leader that you that you will, will serve your best need, not the leader who might spark this other thing to make the other thing happen and the, the dominoes will fall and the damn Ruberg gold machine is going to lead to you getting a cup of, a pot of gold at the end. Like that ain't, that ain't never proven to be no winning strategy <laughs> in the history of humanity. To, to like, oh, I'm going to put a bad thing in so I can get the good thing because people are going to be so mad at the bad thing. And ain't that crazy how people really, <laughs> that and that serves as a really logical thing to them? Like, <laughs> stupid. You know what I'm saying? But, but again, another thing that, you know, old black men will tell you and you don't think it's true until it's true. He told me in 16, he was like, he was like, white men, White women and black men and Latino men will never vote for Hillary Clinton. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I didn't know how deep sexism really ran with this idea that there are a set of there are sets of people who don't think that a that a woman can because they're, they're still coming from this idea of nuclear war. Like they're still thinking about the red <laughs> telephone. They're still thinking like that a woman can't handle uh, the red telephone. Like like, dog, it's not even, we're not in nuclear war with nobody. Why are you having this conversation? Like, we can't solve something about, without picking up a telephone. Like, the red telephone is gone. Uh, ain't nobody invaded New Zealand yet. <laughs> right. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, yeah, brothers, you know what I mean? We're being right. talked into, brothers being talked in or talked in or talked out of, like, certain behavior, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, my man come to wreck this thing. My man came to tear this thing down. Trump came to tear this thing down, man. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. And it might be, it might be worth, a, you know, maybe a future conversation. I don't really like talk about, you know, them that long. But his whole play is, is especially if you know the, the larger America's history in terms of the North America, South America, like in different governments, his whole play really is right out the like rampant oligarchy playbook. Like, yo, we want the government. We want the government to be weak as hell, so those with with money can have as much influence as possible. And that's really all I'm. I'm not actually concerned about how long it lasts because I'm only going to be here so long. I just want it to be good for me while I'm here, right? And and it's and it's a world perspective that if you think you like, you might get sucked into thinking it's like some deeper thought about it. Like, oh, he's like part of some cabal. It's like no, no, no. It's it's a it's a high level of selfishness. <laughs> That is then applied to all areas of your life <laughs> where you go, well, how can I make this situation work for me? I don't care what the ramifications are for anyone else. Like, you know, and, and also the, I can never look wrong. So if anything looks like I'm wrong, I'll find a way to, to, to create doubt in the, in the conversation and then reframe into this other thing where I'm go, well, you're just a sucker. That's why you don't like it. You're scared. So you guys like me, I'm tough. Yeah. You know I mean, like whatever, you know, it, it's, a, it's a playbook for this. And if people were not a historical, they wouldn't fall for this dumb shit. But right. you know, that's that's it, another. It goes back you know, to being historical. That's right. You know, a historical is a big problem we got. You know what I mean? It was something else I wanted to add because I didn't realize. You know, I wasn't sure. You know, about her. You know, her history in terms of her parents. She does. She is also. You know, you know, as you could say, South Asian American. Yeah. You know, what I'm yeah. saying that the folks from. You know, what I mean, I thought I didn't know that. I was mean, like, oh, okay. It was on the Wikipedia, but I was like, you can't trust the Wikipedia. You got to go. You know, you got to go find. <laughs> A more reputable source. <laughs> make sure make, you can write anything in the Wikipedia. Yeah, but um, so you know, prior to that, you know, what I mean, oh, I no, think it's, no, it's going to be, it's going to, and again, that's why you, that's why I was trying to use that terminology the a little earlier. 
it's going to be really important because again, this is a kind of a, a, an important space for a lot of different folks to see themselves and really to see how, you know, in America you have these um, connections and bonds that start to really make you see the relationships of people differently because you see this one person and then you see that they are representative of other things. Right. Or for black folks, I'm going to say, but they still show up and say they're black. Right. Right. And that's important. Because because you can get into the other stuff and they're like, oh, man, no, Kamala Harris still says she's black. Right. Right. Kamala Harris. Still shows up like that. Right. Right. You know and what that, that's, yeah, yeah. And that's that's also she's an AKA. I mean, she still shows up like in this sense. Right, right. And right. she didn't you know what I'm saying? So I think that's like we do have to remember that too. Because if not, we'll get in we'll get into this other conversation that then will kind of again you know, kind of cut away from global blackness. But yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah. We you know, so you know, what I mean, I think it's a you know, of, of the things that you needed to have happen in August, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Cause it just need, you know, this thing need to lock in right now. This is, this is when this locks in and, and the messaging goes out and people need to, you know, that they say, get off the, get off the, off the bench and decide like, is you in, is you not in, you know what I'm saying? Is you, you going to be over there, you know, commenting Is you going to get in the mix with some of this. And, um, you know, the, the making of the world is messy. It is not, the result of pristine conditions. <laughs> it is not the result of um, sort of, you know, puritanical um, motivations. Like the reality of putting our thing together and figuring out, you know, how we're going to make things move to where we want them to be means we got to grab, we got to grab the people that's competent, that's ready. Um, is um you know sometimes you got work with the you know you got dance with the ones you came with you know what I'm saying like listen and I just say it, it, it ain't it ain't no of the people who was out there I mean I, I know Susan Rice was 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 a person that was originally that was my understanding from what I did was I don't remember I don't know who was any you know another person that was I mean oh I guess uh, Stacey Abrams I, I, it didn't seem like there was seemed like people were saying her name but I didn't know if she was really interested. Nah it was Susan Rice Karen Bass a little bit but the thing about so here's the thing and you know not to dig, go deep into this number one Susan Rice had Benghazi on her jacket Yeah, yeah. Susan Rice had being in the Obama administration which meant she literally was the person that Donald Trump wanted to see yeah because what he wanted to do was do a Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama fight all over again. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and people shouldn't people shouldn't get that confused. Yeah. Like, that's who he wanted to see so he could say, this was a person who talked to the, I forget the person, you know, they tried to lock up and Susan Rice had a conversation with him after they left office. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was the, the match, play. That was a match made in, yeah. And then Karen Bass, the whole reason that she was even in the running was the same reason that she can never be vice president. Like, cause yeah, she talked to gang members. Yeah. She talked about Castro. She visited Scientology. You know, big Scientology is in California. <laughs> like, like it's not, that's a lot of stuff. You might end up at a Scientology. Right. In California. <laughs> exactly. So 
the very reason you're thinking about her is the very in the, what makes her successful in her district, but what doesn't make her able to run nationally, right? And you have to. That's and so I'm gonna just say this for everyone that's listening or going to be listening. Sometimes your ambitions, sometimes doing your job well means that's where you're going to stay. Mm. And look at Clyburn. Clyburn doing his job well means he should stay right where he is. Yeah. But he was able to have the leverage and the power to create something different. Karen Bass, yeah, she wasn't going to be vice president, but they acknowledge now that she's the head of the CBC and a, and a very powerful black woman. And she will not, and a very powerful legislator, not just very powerful black woman, a very powerful legislator. And she will not lose her office until she decides to leave. So, right. you know what I mean? Sometimes you got to be okay with where you at, right? Sometimes you you were meant to drop 60 in a, in a summer league game and not go to the NBA. You know what I mean? Like, because, you know, we'd be like, man, I dropped 60. Why not go to the NBA? Because you were meant to drop 60. <laughs> you were meant to be the guy that everyone thinks about on summer league teams. You were not meant to be. And by you were not meant to because you have agency. You were the person that was the said person of that ability to fulfill that thing at that time. You know what I mean? So, yeah. shout All out. Right. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, shout out to her, man. Shout out to Karen Bass. You know what I'm saying? Get it done. So, I mean, with that, man, I think we, we can leave it there for the, for this week. And then, uh, you know, so pick just up, pick all up. I got to say, I got to say, say two. what you got to say. Say it, God. No, I got one thing. Say one thing. Say, say what you got to say. I don't care. Leave them people alone. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't like that song, man, I'm just back to that. Leave that song alone, man. Go find something else to do. I guarantee you globally there's something else to focus on versus do you care about that they did a song that was just like Trina or like, you know, Jackie O in 2001. I don't care and neither should you. All right. I'm done. All right. (laughs) Thanks for coming to my show talk. So with that, I'm going to say, you know, thank you for listening and uh, we're going to move on. See you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.